and welcome back to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers, and we both use she, her pronouns. Woo! Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Episode number 19. Crazy. I know. I can't believe we're here. Like, it's weird because 19 feels both very high, but also like 19's not that high of a number. I know. I was (laughs) uh, watching and listening to The Morning Toast today, and they like are in their fifth season, and the episode I was listening to was episode 90 of the fifth season, because they they record their podcast basically every day of the week, because it's like a morning show type of Ah. style. And I was like, whoa, like to have that many episodes, like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that would be too much. I know, but... We were just like a mere normal girly back in March. And now we're like podcast, podcast sensations. So. We tried to trick my niece when I was home. Yeah. And just, we tried. We were just like, we're famous. And like, she doesn't know better. What is she going to do? Check I the know. internet. She doesn't know. I kept being like, yeah, I'm a famous podcaster. Mm-hmm. I would say, I feel like we actually should have tried to trick Luca. I think we would have had better luck with yeah. him than Tessa. Tessa's a little too smart. Yeah. But basically we're back from our 4th of July. We, well, I don't even want not even like 4th of July not. visiting my hometown. Weekend. Yes, it was so great to see Marblehead. It was so cool. It was nothing like I was expecting it. to What be. were you expecting or what was different than you expected? I don't think I was expecting anything. I just I've said this multiple times since like being there um, to other people. It's like I grew up going to beach towns on the Jersey Shore, LBI, the Hamptons. And so like Marblehead is so different. Like it's so it's not a beach town. It's coastal. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's very coastal grand. Oh yeah. So coastal grand. So gorgeous. So like bougie. So cute. I loved it. And y'all Shubies. Holy shit. Shoebies is so good. There's a reason I bring it up like every three episodes. Like I literally told Olivia because so my partner has a home like 40 minutes from Marblehead. Glowchester. Glowchester. Glo- Gloucester. 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 Is that how you say it? No, I'm lying. Yeah, I'm just, you know that I do this. You know that I, I can. That's the thing is, that's about how long I can maintain lying about it before I feel guilty or start laughing. It's Gloucester. I, no, it's Gloucester. <laughs> it's Gloucester. No, I can't even I'm say very it. It's gullible. Gloucester. I'm very gullible. So I would have. Like, well, here's the continued. Thing. No one knows Massachusetts town names unless they're from like that area. So yeah. I love fucking with people about that. I love it i convinced multiple of our friends this past weekend they would like and my mom's college friends like very casually like we wouldn't continue with the conversation so i never correct like corrected it back there would be like gloucester and be like gloucester and then we'd move on with the conversation i'm like oh they're gonna say that back to someone someday that's hysterical it's gonna be my fault yeah but it was just like oh so i basically i was like olivia the next time that we go to gloucester like we're going back to marblehead so that i can get shoebies will you get me some oh a thousand percent the sandwich was so good the cookies (sighs) were everything everything. that artichoke dip and then those like truffle um potato chips we had Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm just i'm literally a salivating and b like tearing up i'm so sad it was so good but yeah it was just so cute and i love like because it was like gloucester we there was salem marblehead so i feel like i saw like a bunch of places that weekend yeah but it was so much fun we had such a great time like i felt like for the first time in like months like i was able to breathe yeah it was really nice to get out of the city yeah especially those couple of days when it was just you and i yeah i was like oh my god like i haven't felt this calm in like two months i say i felt slightly less calm but that does have to do with like right you were hosting family and like yeah which can be so stressful and it was a packed house yeah i like told people that there was gonna be a lot of people there but i never like explicitly like said a number or how many people yeah and so i think people just thought like oh like 
No, it was like a packed house. It was packed, but it was so fun. Like having dinner with everyone. Audrey's mom is like, Lori is an insane cook. Like if I learned anything from that weekend, it was like, I need to learn how to cook like Lori because everything she made was like so yummy and like very healthy, but like so yummy. Yeah. Which I was like astounded by. Like I still am thinking about that corn salad that she made. It was Oh my God, y'all. I literally can't even describe how good it tasted. I'll have to make you, this is a recipe that actually Thalia, who was there that weekend, yes. my mom's college friend, she introduced me like one of the first times that I, I might've met her as a kid, but actually met her when I was in high school. And it's this, I only make it in the summer. It's this summer basil corn creamy pasta. That it is sounds so, so good. good. I had it for the first time now, like, I don't know, three years ago and I'm still obsessed with it. So I'll make it for you some night. Yeah. I was just so blown away with all the food every night and how like everyone was helping and like, it was yeah. just so cute. We're little sous chefs. Sous chefs. I love it. I could not cook. So I stayed away from the sous chefing. Here's the thing. Sous <laughs> chefs don't need to know how to cook. Oh, okay. Sous chefs need to know how to just like, just like cut chop. things. Okay. Like my, my, I basically for like two days, just like pulled the leaves off of herbs and then like chopped herbs. And I know that's all I did. I'm going to in this week's episode, like grid Instagram post, mm-hmm. I'll put this video that I took of like the night that Thalia, is that how you say it? Thalia. Thalia, that Thalia like made a whole, she literally like did a, a podcast on each dish. She was like, <laughs> this dish was made oh, by this person. I wasn't <laughs> present for that. I was oh, with my grandmother. Yes. I, but I like heard it from the other room and I remember <laughs> being confused as I, to what was happening. <laughs> It was so funny. I don't have like her announcing everything. I just have like all the food and it looks really good. So I have a video of my mom drunk dancing with her friends. And yes. then she sees me catch her. So, and I think it's so cute. It was such a cute, cute video. Yeah. Lori and Jeff, they yeah. were the winners of the weekend. Something that I think people of my family drank. Oh, yes. Like literally like the f- the amount of wine bottles that we oh, went yeah. through that weekend. Maybe three cases. Oh, my God. Like, literally, like, Hampton water, rosé. Like, you've never seen it before. Like, no. I was, like, literally pounding that shit. Like, like it's it water. Literally water. It was like, oh, it's 5 o'clock. It's time to start drinking. <laughs> I hadn't drank in that much wine in, like, so long. And I forget, like, the wine hangovers are a special type of breed of hangover. I feel like I only get bad hangovers mostly from red wine. Red wine, yes. Red wine, any type of wine. Like, it just really fucks my stomach up. But we had liquid IV to rescue us. I didn't have any liquid IV that weekend. But I feel like I'm well trained for my family. Mm, to, like, deal with it. Yes. Plus, I, I remembered my shit when we got home the night that I was the drunkest. I still, like, we had leftover bagels. Not the yes. best bagels in my area. I was so bummed. My favorite bagel place was closed. But whatever. We went to a new place. It was fine. <laughs> but it's not as good as Bagel World. I, <laughs> I'm bagel really, World. I'm really, like, not New York bagels. But as far as being outside of New York. Yeah. The best bagels I've ever had. No, we had these bagels in um, Gloucester. It was like Jim's Bagel Deli. We just like wanted something. And they were actually like really good. I was very impressed. Well, regardless, when I got home and I was drunk, I made myself half a bagel. Yes. I put on my veggie cream cheese. I ate it. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Um, and I, I didn't feel, I don't think I was like hung over, at least not badly any of the days. I mean, I was, yeah. I was very hung over on the drive yes. there. Oh my God. We never have debriefed the drive. No. I mean, when would we? Have? Right. Because I mind pieces time together time it's a social construct (laughs) um but the dinner at carbone that we mentioned last time we went i had a few drinks and then i what i know what did me it was at the end they gave us a shot of limoncello and i was like okay was so drunk was so 
hungover the next day. I think because I had had red wine. Yes. It was like a mixture of stuff because at Carbone, like I will always do the same. Like it's like I start with the spritz, then I'll move on to red wine and then I'll get an espresso martini. <laughs> too many espresso martinis. yeah you did you had a lot of espresso martinis i was so impressed i still slept like a rock no i remember i got home i went to my partner's house passed out woke up at the crack ass of morning because i had everything like set out for the our trip but i hadn't packed it and i did not yeah you were really you i showed up with like four shirts <laughs> and one bottoms to Mauerblehead. and i think because it's my like house where like it's not the house i grew up in but because i was going home like you know usually you have like shit at home so you yeah. don't eat, if you don't bring that much it's fine i kind of forgot that like they've just moved all the stuff is still packed up and like of the stuff that is unpacked she wasn't prioritizing like the random clothes i left at home two years yeah. ago so but, that plan didn't work really yeah. well i ended up wearing my grad dress for dinner you one night did. you wore a grad dress and then that beautiful pink like dress from charleston which i love i wore that one Four separate times that weekend. I, I, you know what? Which is Four fine. It's times. such a cute dress. Like, it is. But it, I left it at home because I was like, it needs to be dry clean. She was like, it's going to take a while. And I was like, I don't want to pay for dry clean. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But on the car ride there. So Audrey, I think I was like a little bit hungover, but I think my anxiety like kind of brushed the hung- hangover away. I only had nausea, which is my least favorite. Yeah. Like I would rather be in physical pain than be nauseous. Yeah. And we were also in a car for like five hours. And we were also like with my niece. <laughs> Who like doesn't fully get hangovers. She's so funny. The first like two hours, I really was like, I don't know if I can make it. Yeah. And then she gave me some of the medicine that she gives her son for car sickness for like nausea. And it also like similar to like Benadryl can make people go to sleep. She gave me that Passed out, knocked out, woke up, felt a million times better. But that's good. Those first two hours you were hurting. I, I felt bad. It was really rough. I felt bad. I know because like the thing is, is like we plan things and we never know what's going to happen. So I was like, Oh, like hindsight like was car- having carbone the night before we're leaving for a trip like the best idea well, we had initially Probably planned not. on leaving like that yes. night and it yes. was only because we yeah travel trans plans yeah transplant sure plans train sure we're both tired right now it was a long day at work folks yeah oh yeah you want to tell us about your long day saturday in soho Oh, I bet is awful, especially in the summer when people are vacationing more. Yeah, it's like it was nice weather today. It's already crazy. I get there at nine. Mm. We've got a good crew of us there. Yeah. And then pretty early, like 1030, like theft is a thing that happens pretty commonly. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just stupid. <laughs> it's Soho in New York City. Yeah, people steal shit all the time. Really? I guess I've never been in a store or I've just never been aware. Yeah, you don't notice it as much as a guest. Yeah. Um. So anyway, like kind of like the policy of like now today is like you're not super supposed to engage. But there is like most of the people are kind of subtle about it. They'll like put it in bags or at least stuff it up or like do something that's not as aggressively obvious as this dude. They were full on hangers. He also full grabbed backpacks, like arms full of stuff. Oh, and just wa- walked out of the store? Well, went to and then like we're supposed to like just be like, hey, do you want me to hold the stuff while you check out? And like just sort of like discourage them a little bit. Wow, okay. And I missed the very beginning of this, but then somehow it devolved into like the security guy we have at our store was in like a tug of war with the dude over oh, all this shit. stuff yeah and like they they things kept being dropped and then they both like dive for it like afterwards i ended up finding like tags to a bunch of the clothes that got torn off in the scuffle and eventually 
the dude just like grabbed some of the shit and ran off and i think we we got like two backpacks and a pair of pants back but so that was a not stellar start to the day like oh my god people steal pretty often but like Usually it doesn't become a physical altercation. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, does Lululemon keep track like Target does? Have you ever heard about like how Target, they won't call you out if you're stealing, but like if you do it enough, like they'll show up at your house and be like, I mean, we don't show up at your house, but we know the people who commonly steal. Really? That is so interesting. Yeah, we, I mean, they come in like okay. every week. And then what is there? So you don't really do anything about it? You just like kind of let it happen sort of or there's there's all different types of way that people oh, steal okay and so like all of them are handled differently but like right. this was like again usually people at least try Pro- to be sneaky i know i'm like walking. and this was just but, but i would say like there was one time over the winter that someone walked in just grabbed like six winter coats yeah. and then just ran out oh um, shit oh my god wow i am like so yeah. like oblivious to this <laughs> people still i well, mean not in like smaller towns very no, often but that's like, not an issue but like be- especially i'm thinking like in soho like it's so yeah. easy to just walk in the store grab shit and run out yeah absolutely um so that was like just like not great and it just like caused a big kerfuffle and just like was like kind of a mess yeah um and so then towards the end of my shift Oh, no. I think I had like an hour left. So oh, not no. that bad, but I've never had this happen before. Oh, gosh. We see these people walking in and I see like the Lululemon emblem on their shirt. But I also see them like holding like some signs. But like I couldn't really read the signs. And but I was like, like they looked like protest signs. And I was like, oh, wait, are they protesting? And then they were all wearing like the Lululemon shirts, like with a like emblem on it and like like had matching t-shirts and there was a dude with like a camera and so i was like oh maybe like and then i was like oh no i think they work here like weird they usually warn us before we have like people coming in and shooting stuff yeah and then i realized nope i was right the first time they're um they were fully protesting which like i'm all for protests and like etc and like i'm sure what they were saying is valid but the point i'd like to make is that like the higher ups who make the decisions that they are protesting are not ever going to hear about this. The people who did hear about it, we didn't have a manager in store or an assistant manager. So instead it was just like a bunch of like 20 year olds or like 20, like early twenties, mid 20 year olds who like half the staff was hung over because it's a Saturday, like morning afternoon. (laughs) And it's a large group of these people. They just full block the stairs. Oh no. They have like a giant banner that they're holding. Um, Are they protesting Lululemon? They're protesting. Like it was kind of confusing because what their signs were for was different. They were chanting about like, like paying employees more, but then they were also talking about like, I think in some of the factories overseas, Lululemon uses coal. They gave me a pamphlet on the way out. I didn't like, I didn't reach for it. They just sort of gave it to me and I was like, okay, so I have a pamphlet with me of what they were protesting. Okay. But it's not going to get to those executives. What it did, it was just made like, we already deal with a lot of crazy people and a lot of just rude people. Uh, And it was just like, do you really need to make our day a little bit worse? But regardless, they were there for, a while no way yeah like the floor leaders were like go back to work and i was like what am how am i supposed to just like go to people and be like because they were like chanting right and like it was not a crazy group but it was like i don't know 15 20 people like (laughs) i was like how am i supposed to just go to people and be like hey do you need help finding your leggings today (laughs) um because it was in the middle of like not the middle but like the stairs on ground floors so like blocking going up and down stairs i'm thinking of your store because i i went in there once recently with you and i'm like oh my god and they've got like signs and then they 
I think what really broke me was they started doing yoga. No. <laughs> like, not really. I'm like, it was hard because, like, they... <laughs> what we did... So, my story is, like, all BFA people. We did kind of make fun of them of, like, they're not projecting. And they also weren't <laughs> clapping together. So, like, get on me. Um, but I, they were doing... I couldn't tell if, like, the yoga was, like just their thing or if it was like in response like yoga is lulu's thing or like if it was i someone else said that they were doing tree pose like uh-huh. in honor of all the trees that have been destroyed <laughs> and like i really like i am all for protests and whatnot but i was like dude you're just making a bunch like we're all like 21 to like 24 and like you just made our days much worse right because none of the um, higher ups are there to like see no. this they're not gonna hear about it um yeah um so we eventually got them out and very shortly after that the police arrived oh, but it gosh. was just like uh, i was like how do we we're like i can't just do my job right now right. like i can't just keep selling people leggings and so then we'd all just like kind of lost it and they kept <laughs> our like leaders kept being like go back to work like i know there's been a lot happening and i was like I can't do that. I just, Oh, also there was like a photographer with their group taking photos. So I know Got it. Oh, there are pictures of you. There are pictures of me maniacally laughing just <laughs> because like, I was so surprised and overwhelmed that like, I just didn't know what to do. So we all just started like losing our yeah. minds laughing. So there are definitely photos of just me losing my shit in the background laughing. Um, Wow. And then I just like, I was like, I'm not, I've got an hour left. I'm not doing anything else. I just kept laughing. And they were like, people kept being like, please do your work. And I was like, no, too much has happened today. People will be out here wild and like, no. It's time to go home, sweet pea. <laughs> yeah, it's was time like, to go home. I felt so bad for the people that like that happened to the first hour of yeah. their shift. Like you just have to go through the rest of the day. What time does the close? Like nine? No, not that late. We oh, close okay. at like seven or eight, depending oh. on the day. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Um, I mean employees still go to like 11 or midnight right 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 right. um but yeah i i feel like i'm not capturing it i took some video that i'll show you later but it was just like so odd and it was just like what were we supposed to like there was nothing we could do (laughs) and like i i'm sure what they're protesting for is like a completely valid thing but like dude we're just trying to get through the day yeah yeah everyone's just trying to make it through and 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 <laughs> I'm just like I I like I am all for protesting too. Like I'm all for like you know speaking your mind. But like I'm just I like, was just so defeated. Like, by I the just end of like that. I can see you and Lulu being like I'm exhausted. Like these people are like doing yoga. And then like on top of that, we just had like the normal crazy and annoying people that <laughs> yeah. we have. And it was just like uh, this is why it I was just, just I was so flat. They walked in so calmly <laughs> and just like so chill that we like didn't realize it was happening until it was too late. And yeah. it was just like, well, that's a good tactic on their part. Yeah. But apparently they were doing it at other Lululemons. Like apparently a group, another group showed up at the Flatiron store um, oh, at the same okay. time. But I just, I, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just like happened so suddenly and just made so little sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's New York for you, everyone. Yeah. That's New York. Yeah. There's been people have really been on edge. Like I remember I haven't been there in like a week because I've been gone. But yeah. like the last shift that I worked, we had two people get into like physical altercations with employees. Oh my god. Yeah, p- people lose their minds during the fucking summer. That is so crazy. Like just get your leggings and go. I'm just like, dude, we don't get paid enough. I know. To deal with this. That's why I'm I like think- a little above minimum wage. And uh. like I 
like for retail it is really good but like dude i'm not paid enough to put up with this the crap <laughs> yeah that's why i just don't know free tales for me i don't i don't know if i have the tolerance like i think i'd probably cry i have cried yeah i think i would um, cry a lot but yeah i was gonna because we were drinking so much between the fourth and pride i was gonna take a week off from drinking and i'm like well that's gonna start tomorrow yeah um i really thought i was gonna okay so my theory was i was gonna do a nour- nourishing girl weekend and i was going to not drink this weekend be like chill mm. hasn't happened no, has well, based on the fact that you texted me being like, I'm hungover on the way in here, yeah. I'm imagining no. And I'm wearing my sunglasses while we're podcasting because the light got too bright. It's really iconic. I love it for you. Yeah. You know, I went to dinner with Liz last night and I was like, okay, like wholesome girl dinner. Like, we're just going to go, like, talk, catch up because we hadn't seen each other. And then, like, I'll go home and, like, relax. We got we got to the restaurant at 6 p.m. and left at like 11. After dinner, I went to Olivia's house and Olivia had to wake up today at 5 a.m. to go to work. And so that means I had to wake up at 5 a.m. And so they dropped me off back at my house. I couldn't get back to sleep for like an hour. And then I went back to sleep for like three hours. But I I just didn't get a lot of sleep last night. So I'm just like exhausted and you know, I feel like I've been a lot better at dealing with my hangovers. Like I sort of just am like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to accept that this is how I'm feeling, but like, I cannot lay in bed all day. Like, I think what I figured out that I need to do is like, I need to like, not really have any plans, but I need to have like a plan. Yes. Like, not like a big plan, but like watching a movie with a friend. Yeah. Like sort of like I posted um the little clip of Brand's episode today, like when he was talking about anxiety and it is so true. Like in college, like when I was uh, hungover, I would just like lay in bed all day and it was so bad for me. And now I think like even just like the smallest thing, like getting out of my house and driving to get a coffee, like it really does help. Yeah. So sure. Am I hurting a little bit right now? But like I'm here recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The sacrifices we make. Uh, exactly. You know, but um, clueless moments of the week. Clueless moments of the week. Of the week of weeks. <laughs> Do you have one? Um, No, I think like I'm just genuinely clueless about life, especially right now. Like I'm in a little bit of a shifting period. Like I finished nannying. Mm hmm. Um, for the for the school year, I'll be starting again in September. Um, but I have like two months off, which is such like the last couple of days have been so nice. I'm like, wow, I can do things like when I want to, which is like so great. But like also having this open time comes with a lot of responsibility of needing to structure my time. So I'm a little clueless about how that's going to work out. And then I'm just like also like clueless about just like <laughs> what is the next year going to hold? But we'll see. Anyways, existential crisis. <laughs> Mine are, I have no fucking clue how to blow dry hair. Not oh, like as like a sort of doing it like nicely at all. Like the, I will like sometimes like loosely blow dry it. But anytime I do that, I actually like get my hair full in knots. Yeah. Frizzy. Like I can't not even frizzy. Like oh. it'll be knotted. Um, you got to get a round brush. Here's the thing. I've had one before. I just don't know how to use them. And they're, I think the, they're hard. It, it's hard. I think some of it is it's a learning curve. And I think some of it is. I think blow drying hair, particularly like, like I have a lot of hair requires patience. Yeah. Which is not a thing I have. So like the, what I've always done is I just wait for it to dry and then I like style it with heating tools. Okay. But I'm like, I really, I don't know how I would not, I own one. No fucking clue how to use it. And I keep seeing people particularly now with like their Dyson air arms. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. I can barely curl my hair. 
Oh, okay. I do know how to blow dry my hair like a little bit. One side I'm better at doing the the brush than the Isn't other. It always that way. Yeah, but honestly, I have the Dyson Air Wrap, so it does make it a lot easier. So like, I do like a like I'll like blow dry and sort of just run it through my hair, get it a little like a little bit wet, and then I'll do some of the round brush. But um, the Dyson Air Wrap has this like. Um, attachment which it's like a brush and I you, know I think oh, I, I love, love that. it it honestly like that makes it worth it for me is that like device that's an interesting I, wow that's so interesting I have no fucking clue how interesting nope and my bigger one is like don't fully know how to explain it but it's just something that I've been thinking about I've been struggling with like why I don't slash can't and how do I like care about myself like I care about other people in my life mm. like in terms of what? Like, in the way of, like, okay. Like, there's certain, like, I wouldn't want my friend to be living in a certain way. I would want to help them, like, or, like, I wouldn't want them to be treated a certain way. I'd want to, like, help them stand up for it. Or just, like, things like that. Like, things yeah. that, like, I wouldn't want someone I care about to be treated that way. Totally. Or, like, even in the way that, like, I treat them. Like, I I wouldn't treat them in a bad way. And, like, figuring out how to care about myself in the way that I care about others yeah because i do care about myself but like i (sighs) you know this is what they talk about in dbt therapy when i i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the podcast but i ended up leaving school and needing to get like treatment for my mental health my junior year of college and i did a an outpatient program at a psych hospital and one of the things that they talked about all the time was like would you treat your friend like this or would you do this to your friend? Yeah. And like, how would I want like my friend to be like living? Right. What not? Like when I'm even like taking care of my niece and my nephew and like making sure they get fed and like brush their teeth and everything. Like I don't seem to care about myself as much and myself being taken care of Mm. as much as I take care of others. Like I'm kind of willing to let myself live somewhat shittily yeah i feel that yeah that's so interesting i think it's it's hard i think everybody probably wishes that they took care of themselves a little bit better or maybe oh yeah i feel like i see people and again like i just think like instagram and like social media is such a lie because i'll see people that i'm like in terms of societal terms of taking care of yourself like I'll see them doing those things but then I'm like is that really the truth like is that is that really what like I want taking care of myself to look like maybe that's their version you know but there are a lot of times like even with like small things like knowing I have to wake up early the next day and being like oh I should go to bed and then I like don't and like I don't know I'm I'm struggling with coming up with like concrete examples well so that's something to look into with my therapist (laughs) We're excited because we are going to be doing a little fun questionnaire thing, sort of like 72 questions Vogue style, but these are 56 questions to ask yourself in your 20s, and this is not an original idea. We definitely took this idea from the Iliasem podcast. We're thieves. We are thieves, but no, I just thought it was such a good idea. Steal like an artist, hashtag deadly me. (laughs) No idea how many people who are going to get that reference listen to this, probably not that many, but the like four people who do i hope you enjoy that yeah so we are going to talk about being in our 20s today because 
that's that's what we are we don't talk about that enough i know well also it's been like such a long time since we've done like a solo pod and like really got in into things because we've been doing a lot of interviews lately Mm -hmm. and when we've done solos it was like a catch-up one so we've been busy bees yeah you know we're just like taking over the podcasting world (laughs) or at least that's the lie that we're gonna tell my niece and my nephew exactly so if they believe us you have to believe us (laughs) okay so we're going to go back and forth asking us questions. <laughs> I just opened up my phone to Safari to pull up the questions. Oh. And I reopened it to DoorDash before this. I wasn't in a DoorDash feud until work sucked. I did a bad job, I think, of describing how much it sucked. But it did really suck. Um, and then I couldn't decide on what I wanted to eat. So now I'm just, like, starving and still can't decide. I'm probably going to cut know. this. But I just found it funny. Okay. I'm not starving. I'm just, I'm starting to get hungry. Hungry, hungry. Hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> <laughs> remember that game i do i love that game me too who did it anyway so yes here are 56 deep questions to ask yourself in your 20s to help you find out who you really are so we will definitely know who we are and what we want when we finish this episode is what they're saying i'm not sure i want to know those answers (laughs) i'm just kidding anyways this um article is on thought catalog so we will make sure to like link it in the bio description of the episode okay so audrey do you believe that everything is meant to be or do you think that things just tend to happen for no reason at all? Both and neither. Okay. I'm not like a particularly religious person, but I'd say like the the concept that I've always connected to is like the butterfly effect essentially is that like small actions have not consequences, but like have results that like you would not see coming and that are very far away and that you you have no idea what they're going to be yeah and so I don't think everything happens for a reason because I don't think there's like a master plan of what happens but I think as much as like it's deeply frustrating I think the beauty of life is in the randomness like I a couple months back when my family visited and we went to the natural history museum I was debating with my brother about like evolution he doesn't not believe in evolution he's just like I think that we probably have a lot of it wrong and I'm like sure yeah we get shit wrong all the time. Yeah. He was like, I forget exactly what was the point, but it was like, what are the odds that we like ended up exactly how we did? And I'm like, I think that's what makes it super fucking cool. It's like so much random shit happens to the world. And like the number of things that had to go right. And the number of things that had to go wrong for us to end up where we are and how we are. Like, I think it's so much fucking cooler to imagine like the fact that things did evolve for us to be the way we are and yeah. like to have humans come to be and to like, even exist and have this fucking podcast in this moment i think that is so much cooler than just like the idea that like we are placed here by some big dude in the sky Mm, Um, so yes and no do you forgive and forget or do you forgive but always remember i forgive and always remember yeah a hundred percent if you forget it's hard to forget it is way too hard to forget also you shouldn't i'm sorry people like i'm all for second and third chances i will give people lots of chances a hundred percent no yeah definitely forgive but i don't i i do it keep things with me and i think it depends on the thing for how much it it like impacts the relationship if you could give one piece of advice to everyone in the world whoa what an impact what would it be don't be a (laughs) douchebag it takes no it takes so little energy to be like just like not even kind but just like mediocre to people yeah it takes genuine energy to be like be rude like there's just no reason just don't be a jackass don't be a jackass you heard it here first do you think that people can change or that they are just who they are? Oh, this one is so tough. This one is tough um, because I'm thinking about a particular person in my life that was in my past that I'm like, I just feel like you'll never change. Um, I think there are things that are in 
like because of attachment, the way that we grow up, things that are beyond our control. I do think that there are inherently things about people that are really hard to change, but like, it, it, I feel like it's just like, it depends on the scale, a kind of a yes and no, sort of like you said for the first question. Wow. We're doing such a great job so I, far. I know we're really, we're really contradicting. Would you consider yourself to be religious or spiritual? I kind of already covered this. No, I, I, I'm, I say I'm solidly agnostic, but we're tiny little things on this tiny little planet in this infinite universe. Like yeah. there is something more. Would your 10 year old self be proud of you? 110% period. Yeah. I feel like there's so many things that I wanted to do as a 10 year old that I've done. And I think, I mean, if, if my 10 year old self would see like where I am right now, I think they would be like, Whoa, what's up? Like what you doing? (laughs) Um, But there's so many things that I've done that I feel like I'm really proud of work period. I keep forgetting that I have to ask you questions too. (laughs) Oh, what do you think is the best revenge? Ooh, what a spicy question. I think the best revenge, and this is going to be so fucking cheesy. Oh, okay. I think the best revenge is like living a happy life. Mm. Like not letting whatever, like revenge can come on a lot of levels, but like not letting that define the rest of your life. Yeah. It's that corny quote, something about like, you know, like, yeah, finding, like, the happiness in your life is, like, the best revenge. Yeah. What would you change about yourself? God. Um, what would I change about myself? Um, probably I wish that I was a little bit more patient. I don't think I'm a very patient person. So I think I would love if I was a tiny bit more patient. I, I have the tendency to just want everything now. Us? Unpatient? Never, never. Yeah. So I think that's something on the flip side. What would you never change about yourself? My hair. I hated it growing up, but it's now like just such it's a uh, part of my identity. I love your hair. I could never see you without that hair. It's also like 90% of my identity at this point. Like if I got rid of it, who would she be? <laughs> Can you confidently say that the path you're on in life right now is the one that you and no one else would want for yourself? Oh, that's kind of a confusing question. Very wordy. I, yeah, I know. I also, it, uh, very you wordy. guys won't hear this because I edited it out. Took me a couple tries to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think I'm on like the right path, like in my life. Like I think I'm doing what I like. Okay. I was talking to my, I call her my food therapist. It's really a nutritionist, but like we talk, we don't really talk about nutrition. We talk about like relationship yeah. with food yeah and so she was like you know I think a lot of people are like I do the best that I can but like I also I'm a firm believer in like I'm doing what I can yeah. and I think that that's where I'm at in my life right now like I think I'm doing what I can to be on the path that I want to be going on you know and the path changes like every 24 hours let me tell you no maybe a little bit but <laughs> like that's just it or period um <laughs> oh god it's the year 2040 where are you so that's, oh God, that's, that's only 18 years from now. Yeah. So, so <laughs> how old years? will we be? Um, 23. So I'll be 41. I'll be around 42. Big picture. I absolutely want a fucking dog. There we go. That's one thing that we know on this podcast is Audrey wants a dog. I want a fucking dog. I hope to have like have a life that's full of people I love. But yeah, I think I'll probably be in New York. Oh, I want to have an outdoor space, like a private outdoor space. It doesn't need to be big, but like just even a little private little outdoor space. And I want to have a bigger herb garden than I have currently. Ooh. 
Are you a morning person or a night owl? I think this past year I've become a little bit more of a morning person. I do not like to sleep in as much as I do. I I once did. Like in college, I would have said I was a night owl. Now I've really found an appreciation for the morning because like I've realized how much it extends the day. I love like a leisurely morning. Like there's nothing I love more than like waking up and like slowly getting my coffee, like watching a little something, like doing my skincare. <laughs> you know, that's yes. the vibe. That's my vibe right now. Would you consider yourself to be more creative or more logical? I don't think I'm practical. Okay. But I do think there is a level to which I am logical, even if it's not the logic applied by the rest of the world. Okay. Within my own logic, it makes sense. Okay. What could you do to be a healthier person? Hmm. I think like um, this would be like more mind healthy for me. I think I and I and I'm trying to be better at like scheduling my time or being like what is that word time conscious time management yes time management I think like I have the list of things that I want that I need and want to do in my head but I never write it down I never schedule it out so then my life is just a lot more chaotic because I don't do that but on Friday I had time and so like I went into my notion and like like scheduled things out and I was like I feel so much lighter. Like I need to do this more. So that's something I've been thinking about, like to be more mind healthy. If time and money were no object, what would you do with your life? Just be happy. I was talking about this with a friend at work the other day and we were talking about the idea, like very briefly, actually, like didn't have a discussion, but we briefly joked about uh, people asking about like, what's your dream job? And being like, I do not dream of labor. There is no dream job. Right. Is it all about luck or hard work? Hmm. This is a hard one because this is another like I think both are really valid because I my dad has always said to me like hard work will get you there. And I I do believe that hard work will get you so extremely far, like whether it's in the exact direction you want it to be in or if it's somewhere near that direction, hard work always pays off I believe in my opinion um but people do get lucky and sometimes they didn't really work hard like that's just the tea like you know like no shade but that's a tea I feel like it's hard to separate like sort of luck from privilege yes but sometimes people are lucky like I think especially us being in the theater industry like we see people that that get lucky a lot of time and not saying that those people don't also work hard but I've definitely seen people get lucky that I'm like there's people that are working harder. I had a teacher who said, uh, there's no such thing as luck. There's only luck is just timing meets preparation. Yes. Wait, who the fuck said that? I mean, Joe Cabral said that to me, but I don't think you ever knew Joe Cabral. No, somebody but said it's, that it's to It's pretty me. common to okay. say Okay. There you go. Yeah. Should you live with no regrets or learn from your mistakes? So. I do think you should learn from your mistakes, but I always say that I have... No regrets. I've made some very poor decisions and things that, you know, shouldn't have done and I don't think was the right choice. But despite the times that I've like dealt with depression, I like where I am and the path that I'm on enough that I wouldn't risk going back and changing any little thing because I might like, again, with the butterfly effect, tiny things can have huge impacts. Like totally. I wouldn't change a single thing about my past because I'm not willing to give up possibly not being where I am right now. Mm. And so I have no regrets because no matter how fucking stupid of decisions they were, I'm where I am right now. And I, that's a good point of view. I never thought about that. Like even changing, like, like I obviously know the butterfly effect, but like changing the littlest thing, like we might not be like here right now. Yeah. 
T. How would you describe yourself in only five words? Ugh, I'm so bad at this type of stuff. I'm so bad at it's describing hard. myself. Um, I would say genuine because when I asked people during our casting series, because we had this like assignment where we needed to like describe ourselves in three words, I asked a bunch of my friends and a lot of people said genuine. So I'm going to assume that that's something that describes me. Um, I would say that I'm one of those introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. Like I love my alone time but i'm pretty sociable and butterfly that way no i like butterfly i'm pretty i'm pretty butterfly like that oh god i don't know um i think that i'm like passionate like i love going after my passions i think that i'm silly (laughs) (laughs) i like to be silly i like to make people laugh and i think i'm caring i guess oh my god those words suck family first true or false i think family first but i think blood does not define family t can discipline be learned i think (laughs) i guess that's my answer i think are you as loyal as you think you are yes because i know that to the people i'm loyal i'm intensely loyal Mm. to other people not as much (laughs) (laughs) but if i'm loyal to you i'm really fucking loyal how could people be a better friend to you it's so weird i don't want to like call anyone out or anything (laughs) call them out roast them roast them um you know what on the way home from marblehead the uh, other day olivia and i were having a conversation about sex and i sort of like kind of made this realization that a huge part of me accepting my sexuality is like being able to talk about sex with my friends like i feel like growing up like i would talk about sex with my friends all the time but ever since I've been in a relationship that is not a heterosexual one. I have been so much quieter about my sex life and I miss being able to talk about it and express it. And I think that when I have had, I have tried to like be open about it. It's again, like nobody's doing this on purpose, but I think because sex is often talked about in heterosexual ways, it's just like not like it. My point of view is not really taken into account in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. How could you be a better friend to people? You know, when I'm having a rough episode, I'll just kind of sometimes disappear and not reply to people to the point which, you know, I've had friends before, like, they communicate with each other and they'll all be texting me being like, hey, are you okay? I could be better about, like, just shoot back the text that says, not stellar, but okay. Thank you. Yeah. Is conformity a good or a bad thing? I'm going to say bad. Yeah, I feel like that like, feels no time. I'm like, that's a bad thing, especially in the world we're living in today. Yeah. Don't conform, people. Work. Work. Um, um, you've got... <laughs> I like that every single one of these has ended with per work, work or, or tea. tea. I know, but just because I know they'll probably get cut, but like I just keep saying things because I feel like I have to It fit feels odd to night. just like let you finish yeah. saying and then just say nothing back. <laughs> um, okay. What is a book you have read that completely changed your outlook on life? Good thing I'm asking you this question because I don't read. <laughs> Being in your 20s, because this is about your 20s, I would, I would highly... Oh highly recommend the defining decade i still gotta fucking read that do you love yourself (laughs) hey gonna love myself no i don't need anybody else um yes i do i do i think it's taken a long time and some days i love myself at higher percentages than other days but i do love myself that is the answer i love you too thank you love you too (laughs) if you could apologize to one person who would it be my sister, I said something like, I don't feel like my explanation of it is going to make it sound as jackassy as it was, but 
I was in high school. She was, I think, like getting near or in the college process. And I don't even remember what led into this, but I made some offhand comment of like, oh, yeah, I don't know how the rest of y'all do it. Like if I didn't have a plan and like know what I was going to do, I'd be like a disaster. And just like, I don't know how y'all go through like life every day without like a purpose or anything. Um, I said it like not that exact way, but I found out later that like, yeah, no, that it stuck with my sister unsurprisingly. So I, I would. I mean, I guess I could just apologize to her right now, but on the podcast, live apology. I think I've already apologized her <laughs> to that. If you could have one person apologize to you and actually mean it, who would uh, you want it to be? A person in my past. I'm not going to say their name because I don't yeah. feel like outing them, but it was a person in my past, uh, an old, very good friend. I would really love an apology or just like a conversation. Yeah. You know, closure would be really nice. Ooh, she's difficult. I know. I know. So, yeah. Ooh, this one's a spicy one. If you were able to say one thing to your ex, what would you say? Dude, what what was that fucking song? You wrote a song after our breakup. <laughs> um, it came out very quickly. It was like one of those, like, a lot of his other songs were, like, produced fully. This one was, like, clearly, like, I, there's a word for it, but I'm not thinking of the word. Yeah. Um, he called me. I, I didn't even find out about the song on my own all my friends have been waiting for me to bring it up to them but i'd muted him on social media so i didn't see it my mom brought it up and he was like hey <laughs> did you hear that song that x person wrote about you and i was like what i wish i had like saved a video of it i really can't remember anything except for they called me petty immature and privileged in it which i'd like to address <laughs> those because am i deeply privileged yes so are you bitch you're a straight white man you're doing fine yeah and petty and immature. I'm certain I'm immature and I'm aware of the fact that I can be petty. But who wrote a song about who in the wake of the breakup? So that is <laughs> that's what I'd say, I guess. That's what I'm going with. Do you ghost people or do you give them a reason for breaking tides? Okay, I'm going to be so honest. I definitely do a little bit of ghosting, especially with friendships. I... I will own this. This is something, honestly, that I would like to change about myself, too, besides patience. I am not great at communicating the way that I feel. But also, like, in terms of, like, when somebody's pissed me off, like, I'll just be like, all right, bye. I guess we're never talking again. <laughs> I'm so, I've done that a couple times. And I feel bad. Like, I should have been, like, this friendship's not working or, like, whatever. But, like, how do you end a friendship? Like, how do you say, like... Oh, I've had one recently. I it's know. It's not fun. I know. Wouldn't recommend it. I know. Like, I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm maybe a little bit of a ghoster. I'm working on it in therapy. I ghost people. If we've actually, like, been on a date, I won't ghost you. But I will ghost people if I'm just talking to them. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't care about you. <laughs> do you believe in karma? <sighs> I do believe, like, they're is intrinsically some level of scaling. But do I also believe that like, honestly in the the world that we're in, like almost like when you're playing monopoly, like get out of jail free card, like money can get you out of a lot. Yeah. A hundred percent. We've seen it happen. So I hope there's some level of karmic balance in the world. Yeah. How do you show that you're angry? (laughs) God. Oh, I don't know, actually. How do I show that I'm angry? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my anger can be, it can come off in different ways. I think my anger can come off in me ghosting you. (laughs) Um, Like, I think that that's how it comes off in my friendships. Like, I just back off. Mm -hmm. I think in relationships, I can get a little mean sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
but like physically, like you know how anger feels. But I, I don't think I, I, I'm only a yelly person if someone starts yelling at me. Like my go-to isn't to like scream and yell at you. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a complicated question. I've never really thought about that. No, I I may have to think about that one more. In your opinion, what are your greatest strengths? Oh God, I think I'm pretty smart in a general sense. Not in always. I make a lot of stupid decisions, but I'm generally smart. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> Do you like how I'm immediately underwriting myself because complimenting yourself is so deeply uncomfortable? I think I really do care about people very yeah. deeply. And I will, if you're someone who I care about, I really will go to the NC earth for you. What are your greatest weaknesses? Not that I feel like you're getting all the like Sean myself. No, it's good. It's actually giving me like, I'm actually sitting here and I'm like, whoa, like I really just like, I'm recognizing a lot of things about myself. I'm going to re-listen to this episode and really jot things down. Amazing. Yeah. What are my greatest weaknesses? Um, my patience, my inability to communicate the way that I feel. Can I say my mental health? <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah. my mental health can really get to me. Yeah. And sometimes I think I'm really like hard on myself. And like, especially like being in your early 20s, it's like you're constantly comparing yourself. You're constantly like, why am I not enough? So I think sometimes I can be really hard on myself. And I, I don't always recognize like the incredible things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good answer. I don't know. If you could go anywhere on the world, where would it be? Define the world. Uh, it just says in the world. Like in, in the world, like you want to go to outer space? Well, that's all other places oh. I could get to. But if I was going to go anywhere, like I can't get myself into outer space. But Call like, up Elon Musk. Yeah, I, I technically could get to all most other places on Earth. Um, so I'd say either like space or really fucking deep in the ocean Ooh. but i think that would be very scary in a submarine oh no i was thinking that, i mean humans would not be able to survive it but like oh. if i could i'd want to swim around down there and see i mean like maybe in like a protective bubble because there's a lot of crazy shit down there i just want to see like what's in those weird places that we haven't explored is work life balance important to you i feel like i know the answer to this. yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i feel like in college i did a very poor job of it and now i feel like life is taking the priority over work a little bit sometimes i want to know if there's anyone who says no to that yeah i mean like who wouldn't want work-life balance like i think it's so important yeah yeah so 100 percent. is family important to you we've been over this yeah yeah is friendship important to you no yes of course <laughs> i love my friendships they mean so much to me is romantic love important to you yes but i would say it comes secondary to family and friendship. A hundred percent. Particularly at the age I'm at, like I right now a romantic relationship I'm in is not guaranteed to be anything long term. I, I care right now more about the relationships I have with my friends and my family. Yeah. If you could have one talent, what would it be? I don't know if this implies that you have to get rid of all their talents you have. I know. I'm like, I'm a very talented young woman. Um, not to, what is it? Not toot to, your own horn. Not saying so bad at sayings on this podcast, not to toot my own horn or anything. I would want to be able to dance. I feel like every time I hear a song, I like envision choreography to it. Like it's something I've always done and I'm just too lazy to like really take up like dance training especially because now at 24 it's just like your body is so built differently like yeah. when you're a kid but yeah i'd love to be able to dance what is one part of your life that you miss and why i miss the endless supply of hope and almost like just confidence that i had mm. 
I, I think there's definitely, particularly in like the profession we're in and, and in all professions, like there's a level in which that hope kind of burns out yeah. and whatnot. And I, I, I miss that. I miss like being able to give my a hundred percent to everything. Cause I just, I can't, that's not sustainable in my life anymore. Yeah. I feel that a lot. What's one part of your life that you don't miss and why? I don't miss being in relationships where I let people manipulate me and verbally abuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I well, at that time, I didn't think that I I didn't know what a healthy relationship looked like. Yeah. I didn't know what I deserved. Now being in the relationship that I'm in, I whether we're together forever or we're not, I definitely know what I deserve and I will never go back to what that girl let herself take. Do actions really speak louder than words? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'd rather you do it than say it. Are you happy with your career? Being a famous podcaster? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Career shit is so confusing right now. But I, where I am in this moment, yes, I'm confused. Yes, I'm like I don't know what will happen two years from now. I mean, like two months, two years, whatever from now. But I'm proud of myself for like going after the careers that I'm truly passionate about. Not like just settling for an office job because it's easy. If not, what would you change about your job to be more happy and more satisfied? I want it to be more like I want to do more and I want it to be more like I want to actually feel like I'm doing something. Mm. And to have not necessarily even more control, but just like part of my career right now is working at Lululemon. Like I'm just like, I don't care about it. I want to be working on things that I care about. What's more important to you? Self-respect or being right? I don't think being right is important to me. No, I don't think being right is important to me. I know there's times that I'm wrong. Um, I mean, does my ego care about it? Yeah, sometimes my ego does care about it. But I think like deep in my core, I'm like, it's okay if I'm not right. So I'm wrong very often. Yeah. So definitely more self-respect. Do you learn from the past or live in the past? I hope I learned from the past. I hope I'm not living in the past. When you die, what do you want to be remembered for? (sighs) No pressure. Being a famous podcaster. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, okay. I have this like weird internal like feeling that I am meant to like help and be a, I don't want to say a leader, but I feel like I am destined. Like I I always have this weird feeling that I'm destined to like be, I don't want to say an influencer because that's become such a weird term, but sorry, I'm like spewing random impact. Yes. To have impact. I feel like I've always felt this like, thing in me that I would love to help and impact people so I don't care what career it is I don't care who it is I hope I have an I impact. mean I would hope it's you oh who it is oh it's me sorry <laughs> I, guys I'm, I'm done at this point um I hope that I impacted people I hope that on my t- like uh, <laughs> I hope that at like the ceremony of my death, my funeral, whatever it's called. Um, you know, people are looking back and they're like, wow, she really impacted. She did a lot of things to help this world. Yeah. Nice. All right, y'all. Well, that was 56 <laughs> questions. It's, those were some interesting questions. I thought they were going to be more like, 
like 20s 20, base yes i thought they were going to be more 20s base but i actively didn't look at them because i didn't want to like yeah. come up with any answers. also you guys probably won't hear 56 because no. i'll probably cut some of them yes you will so not you'll hear, hear a number yes of questions yeah if you want the full list of questions we will put the article that all the questions are in in the description of this episode thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of completely fucking clueless i hope you had some fun yeah this one was an interesting one we haven't done again we haven't done like a you and i like topic episode in a second so this was fun and I hope y'all enjoyed it. And if you answer any of these questions on your own or relate to any of our answers, shoot us a, a DM. Yeah, I want to know what other people's answers are because some of them really didn't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at the article or listen and want to answer and talk with us about it, shoot us a DM on Instagram at completely fucking clueless. And we're on TikTok at completely F-C-K-I-N-G clueless. Guys, I've made a little leeway on our TikTok. We are now at 14.5K. I thought we would never get out of 14.2. So for a hot hot second. So go follow us, please. (laughs) I would really like to be at 15K by the end of this month. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I think we're getting back on the road of TikTok. Honestly, I think that vacation is just what I needed. I came back and I was like, I am ready to conquer the world again. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I hope you all have the best week. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to be fucking clueless. Bye. Bye, everybody. I'm going to go eat my mother's. I kind of want Panera. I keep changing my mind. Ooh, like the broccoli cheddar. No. Oh. Tomato soup and Bye, bye, bye. Every end. At, at the very end, and they're never going to hear any of it because always it's going to be a point. <laughs>